This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless this is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 190 with Lisa Druxman. Show notes for this episode can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 190. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Hey mamas, before we dive in with Lisa Drexman, I do want to remind you that I will be opening registration for a new Shameless Mom Momentum Mastermind in the new year. So if you are looking for some support around accountability and setting goals in a new year, not the same as setting New Year's resolutions, by the way, definitely reach out to me and let me know. I've run these groups now three different times in the last year and had so much fun seeing the power and transformation that comes from pulling a group of mamas together where we get to meet on a weekly basis virtually. So you can call in from anywhere. We meet via Zoom video conferencing and we get to have really fun, dynamic, engaging conversations. I do some teaching every week and there's also a chance for everyone else on the call to participate and get to know each other a little bit. So it is so much fun. It's definitely one of my favorite things I did in 2017 and I cannot wait to do it again in 2018. So if you're interested in joining me for the Shameless Mom Mastermind in 2018, definitely email email me at info at shamelessmom.com and I'll make sure that you get on the interest list and you get all the information as soon as I have it ready to be released. You will be top priority. So definitely again, shoot me an email at info at shamelessmom.com and you will get information as soon as I have more to share. And now for today's show with Lisa Druxman. 
Lisa Druxman is the chief founding mom of Fit for Mom, the parent company to Fit for Baby, Stroller Strides, and Body Back. With nearly 2,000 class locations nationwide, Fit for Mom is one of the fastest growing franchises in the country. Lisa is the author of the upcoming book, The Empowered Mama, and the host of the Motivating Mom podcast. She has been featured on the Today Show, Good Morning America, and more. Lisa is a speaker, a writer, and a thought leader with a passion for helping moms get out of overwhelm and into a happy, healthy life. And most importantly, she is a shameless mom to Jacob, 16 years old, and Rachel, 12. Lisa's professional resume is so inspiring to me since I also have background in fitness, and she's built this amazing fitness empire for herself while raising two little ones. She's learned a lot along the way and has changed how she operates over time. Like me, she's a little bit over talking about mommy belly fat as if it's a national disaster, and she would much rather be supporting women in becoming more strong, powerful, and capable in all areas of their lives. So I was very honored to have her join me for the show and especially participate in that piece of the conversation because this is so important to me and I'm so passionate about kind of changing the conversation around women and how we prioritize our bodies over our hearts sometimes. Listen in to hear Lisa share why she had to start having conversations bigger than belly fat and muffin tops, how moms can regain, reclaim, and retrain their lives, fun family dinner hacks that let you off the hook, how work-life balance really looks when you're on a mission, and how and why you should focus on continuous, never-ending improvement. Okay, mamas, this was a fun episode. I'm excited to share Lisa with you. I'm excited for you to glean some inspiration and some motivation. So let's go ahead and dive in with Lisa Druxman. Lisa Druxman, welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm so excited to chat with you today. I'm excited to speak with you too. I'm a big fan. Yes. So this is going to be fun because we have the shared experience of coming from a fitness background, but also working with women now outside of fitness and on a little bit of a broader level in terms of really helping to serve women and empower women beyond muffin tops and belly fat. Yes. Yes. Preach. Yeah. I'm much more <laughs> excited to talk about living an empowered life than I am to talk about getting a six pack. <laughs> Amen. I'm right there with you. So I'm very excited. Okay. So let's go ahead and dive in and tell us a little bit about the dynamics of your personal and professional life, your kid family situation, and then what you're most excited about right now. Wow. That's it's more a than lot. a handful. That's a, all right. <laughs> it's all good. Just bring me back. If I start to get off track, okay, I'm a bit of a okay. squirrel brain. I am a mom first and foremost to Jacob, who is 16 and Rachel, who is 12 and uh, married to my partner, Jason, who, gosh, we've been married for 21 years now. Wow. And I am the founder of Fit for Mom. And to me, it is all blended as one thing. It's not work versus life. It is work right. blended with life because I started my business so I could be a mom first and foremost. So I run this awesome business. And when I say run, I actually am just the idea person now. I have an incredible team who runs it. And now I get a chance to do what I really love to do, which is talk to women like you, write blogs, and just came out with my new book, The Empowered Mama. So life is good. So exciting. I'm always, and I mentioned this in our pre-interview, but I want to just share with our listeners as well. I'm always so inspired with fitness professionals who have 
worked beyond like looked to serve in bigger ways outside of the fitness community because you learn so much when you're serving people in that fitness place but you also over time it starts to feel limiting because after you've worked with and in your case I'm sure it's been thousands and thousands of people after you've done that you see that like these conversations that you're having on a micro level again about muffin tops and belly fat they have such a bigger context and I know that I have felt as a fitness professional that like I need a place to talk about these bigger (laughs) concepts and to serve women in a more powerful way than just talking about body fat and those kinds of things. Yeah. I mean, it's multifaceted for me. One, I have no desire to talk about these things anymore. I don't think I have for a long time, but more than that, in training women for so many years, you know, they would tell me, okay, I want to lose weight, which first of all, that would never be the answer I'd look for. Like, okay, how much do you want to lose? It's got to be more specific. So let's say they say they want to lose five pounds, 10 pounds, then they do it and they're still not happy. That is not what brings them happiness. And I have coached women who I have helped them lose over a hundred pounds and they're still not happy. It's not about the weight. And so I am a huge fan of fitness. I work out every day that I want to feel good. I really, really love exercise and believe so much in it, but our lives are so much deeper than that. Right. Right. Oh yes, I totally agree. So tell us what inspired the book, the empowered mama, and did it come from feeling that need to have these conversations outside of fitness to serve women? Yeah. I mean, it came from a couple of things. One is I get a chance to meet women from all across the country. When I go visit our fit for mom locations, we have 2000 class locations. I have not visited even a quarter of them, but whenever I visit moms, every mom, no matter what stage of motherhood tells me she is overwhelmed. Every mom wears busy as just kind of a badge of honor. Yes. The busy badge. I talk about this all the time. Yeah. And they feel like they've lost their sense of self. They feel like they have lost sense of control of their time and maybe are not feeling very values aligned in their living. And I realized that I had some of my own challenges personally that I couldn't help anybody else when I wasn't ready to help myself. I told you I started the business so I could be a mom first and foremost, but I didn't know it was going to take off the way it did. We became one of the fastest growing franchises. And so that became really difficult to raise a thriving business and raise a thriving family. And I became so overwhelmed. I became all the things I didn't want to be and really had to hold a mirror up and say, something needs to change. This is not how we're supposed to live as women. And so I put a line in the sand and I tried new things and created new ways to take care of my own self. And so I share in the book how to regain yourself, regain your time and regain your health. And it is doable. Like we all know we're supposed to put the oxygen mask on first, but we just don't know how to do it. So I share kind of a year long guide of how to get out of overwhelm and into a life of health and happy. Oh, I love it. I think that's so great. And I agree with every point. Where do you see moms suffering and struggling the most? And how did you work that into the book and offers maybe some ideas and solutions? You know, I think so much of it does have to do with time. You know, every mom that I talk to says, well, I just need more hours in the day. And my feeling is if I gave you more hours in the day, it really wouldn't look any different for you. You would be doing the exact same things, only more of it. And so I really think that We, as working moms especially, we have all the same roles we had in past generations of. We have to be taking care of the family, taking care of the house, and 
do it our own hustle. And 70% of millennial moms are working. So that's a lot to fill into a single day. So what happens is we become reactive instead of responsive. We live in this sense of urgency and just getting things done. And we don't have any space to be like literally no space to be no space to daydream. And so what we really work on a lot in the empowered moment is creating a budget for your time, almost like you would create a budget for your money. So we start to go, what's most important and fill in your schedule based on what's most important. And then we talk a lot about pruning and how to take stuff off of your plate to create more space. So important. That's like more important, I think, than putting things on your plate. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Well, actually, let's go into that a little bit deeper. With the busy badge and with this constant adding things to our plate, what is your biggest suggestion for moms to take the busy badge off, to take stuff off of their plate? Like, how do you recommend concrete steps to actually doing that? Because it's not as easy, like it's easy for us to preach that, Mm -hmm. but it's not as easy for moms to say like, well, am I just going to like not be on the PTA anymore? To which I would say yes. Yeah, me too. But (laughs) I think that that is, that's so challenging. And so what are the things that need to happen in a mom's mind if she's going to, like you said, start this pruning? And then how do we logistically make that happen in our schedules? Well, let me give you a handful and see if any of them stick for you. One is that if it's not a hell yeah, then it's a no. And I did not make that one up. (laughs) I firmly believe in it. We do talk about the power of yes and the power of no. Because every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else because your day was already full. So there's just the power of those words. Mm -hmm. After that, there are ways that you can delegate and create more time for yourself. Mm -hmm. That might look like when you're at the market buying the roasted chicken and the pre-chopped vegetables instead of having to make it all yourself. Right. That might mean that you do online shopping instead of having to go to the market. It might mean that you're smart about meal planning, which even though that takes time, it prevents you from having to go to the market four to five times a week, which right. I speak to moms and they tell me that literally almost every day they stop into the market and you think about how much time that takes. That might be getting your kids involved in helping. And, you know, I think as moms, we feel like we're supposed to do all the things. I actually think our job as moms is to raise self-sufficient adults. So to me, that means as soon as my kids are able, they're going to start doing age-appropriate chores and helping. And it might not be as well as I would like it done, but hey, that's training issues, right? They, right. <laughs> if you work with them, they'll do it. And before you know it, they're doing the dishes and they're doing their own laundry and they're feeding the dog and taking the dog for a walk. I'm telling you all my own kids' chores. <laughs> and it's not about being perfect, but it's about being a family as a team. If you are married and you can ask your spouse or your partner, honey, here's a honey-do list. I would love it if you would pick this up at Target or pick up the dry cleaning. Again, the idea is it doesn't have to be all you. Mm -hmm. My experience when I talk to husbands across the country is a happy wife is a happy life. They are not mind readers. They have no idea what you want. So just be really specific to say, these are the things, do this, this, and this. And most of them are happy to oblige. So I think, I mean, we go into a lot of different ideas in the book. There are so many different ways you can be more efficient with your time. So to me, it is about first putting in what's most important to you first, Mm -hmm. and that includes self-care, and then figuring out what can fall off. And the other thing is that when you're creating your schedule, create some margin in your schedule. So I think about when the first time I ever hired an assistant, 
she looked at my schedule. Her name is Michelle. And she goes, Oh my God, Lisa. She said, you don't have time to go to the bathroom, much <laughs> less eat. And she said, and you must be always rushing and stressed because you literally go right from dropping the kids off to an appointment in 15 minutes. And she goes, what happens if dropping the kids off goes awry? Like then you're late for that appointment. And then that creates a ripple effect. This episode is supported by Mysteries About True Histories, a podcast for your kiddos. So from the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. This podcast is perfect for ages six and up and new episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. I love a show where as a parent, you're like, hey, let's listen or watch this or whatever. And your kids are thinking they're like getting extra device time or what have you. And you're like, they're learning right now. So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. So she was the first one who helped me to say, okay, we're not going to do any appointments for the first hour when you come into the office. And we're not going to do any appointments for the last half hour, because that could be a time for you to wrap up and get ready for your day. And we're going to create more space between your appointments. And my feeling was, well, gosh, it's going to take so long for people to get to a meeting with me. She said, doesn't matter. She said, we'll put in who's most important. And if someone doesn't get a meeting with you for three months, then that's the case. And so even if you're not someone who's working and having meetings, I still want you to think about scheduling margin and space in your day, because what that has done for me as far as slowing me down and not feeling rushed has been the biggest gift. Right. That makes so much sense. And I totally agree. And I think that I was actually just scheduling something this morning for next week, which happens to be on my birthday. And I was like, ooh, if I like rush from here to here... 
I'm like thinking, thank you. And I'm thinking, oh, if I rush from here to here, then I can just squeeze it in. And I thought, is this how I'm going to spend my birthday? Like trying to just make it all work just barely. And I'm going to have like a knot in my stomach because I'm constantly worried about being late. So finally I was like, no, I'm going to reschedule this one thing so that I can actually like have a nice lunch by myself on my birthday (laughs) because it's not worth it. I don't know if it's FOMO or just trying to do all the things, but like we so say yes to everything that's offered to us and a meeting, a lunch date, a mom's night out. Like we just automatically reflexively say yes. And the thing is, think about how that's going to make you feel next week when you are just slammed all day, every day, not having any time to decompress. I'm over it. And so I really think that there is a different way to live. And I really hope that we can be trailblazers you with this podcast, me with the book, and that we can help moms start a new story about, I'm not so busy. Like I would love to ask my girlfriends just once on a mom's night out, how are you? And for them not to say, I'm crazy. I'm overwhelmed just once. Right. Right. So this is something I've talked about on the show and in alignment with the busy badge that there's a lot of ego in embracing this like, oh, but I just have so much to do. And like, I have to do it all. And my husband doesn't do anything. And there's like this mommy martyr thing. Yes. And it's all ego. It is just ego. Like you want to be the savior of your family. You want to take all this on. And so that you can complain about like how you have to do it all. And he doesn't do anything. And this it's not, and this isn't to say that everyone does this with their husbands, but we do this in different areas I did of our it. life. We do it in our working situations too. Like, so you can relate to the husband situation. I laugh about before I go out of town, sometimes I get really stressed out about like making sure there's food in the fridge and all this stuff. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't have permission to complain about that because my husband 100% can feed my child. So if mm-hmm. I choose to pre-make food for them, that's on me, but I don't get to complain because he doesn't expect me to do it, nor does he need me to do it because he's a grown ass man and he can make dinner for the two of them. It's not a big deal. So I think that we need to really take some radical responsibility for everything that you put on your plate and then also recognize that you don't get to complain about it. Like it doesn't get to be like your big ego boost when you're sitting out at girls night to be talking about your crazy, overwhelming life because you created that preach. I double down on everything you say. And I created, I think about when my son was first born 16 years ago. And it's like, what do you have? Like you have this thought of what a perfect mom does. And I thought the perfect mom was going to be the one who wakes up at every single time and, you know, doesn't sleep during nap time because she's going to organize the house and like, no, like let go of that. Let go of these old ideals of what perfectionism is because there is no perfect, but it is absolutely true that if we are healthy and if we are happy, we do create a ripple effect in our family. Right. Right. I think that when we're new moms, it's really normal to absorb all of that. I mean, with like brand new moms, especially if you're nursing, there are things that only you can do. And so you are right there in the middle of everything and you can't really remove yourself. So I think that it's normal to start down that path of feeling that you have to do everything. But I think that at a certain point, so I certainly don't want to discredit that situation, but I think at a certain point you have to, like you said, create the honeydew list, say like husband this or partner, this is how you can help me. This is where I need support. And that's where I think that the radical responsibility comes into play because I think that we absorb it unconsciously, but then it becomes this like 
badge of honor. Yeah, I for sure was not looking to discredit that yeah, as I didn't a new mom were, we do I... have to do. But I can think about how many people offered to help me from my own husband who said, you know what, just why don't you pump and have a bottle ready and I will feed him in the middle of the night one time so you can get a five hour stretch of sleep. Or my mother-in-law who offered to come over so I could take a nap. And I kept saying no. Yeah, you know, too. and so I was a victim of myself. Right, right. You're like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Until then, you're not fine because three years later, you're doing everything and you're yeah, better. I was not fine. And <laughs> right. I set myself up to that nobody asked me anymore. Right. <laughs> They're like, help. she has it all under control. I don't know how she does it all. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So how can moms start to regain, reclaim and retrain their lives? I think that moms need to first give themselves just a little bit of space to tap into what's really most important. And so if is at all possible, go take an unplugged day. Mm. And if it's not an unplugged day, then take an unplugged half of a day. Get a babysitter, have somebody watch your kids, do something where you physically get out of your house, out of your office, wherever you work, and into a new space. And just do it kind of a check-in and say, how are things going? I have learned that the things that work in business work in my life. So in my business, every quarter we check in. How did the last quarter go? Are we in alignment with our values? Are we in alignment with our mission? What do we want to accomplish this year? What were the losses? What were the wins? What did we learn? What if you asked yourself all those same questions in your life? And so my family, I'm looking at it right now, has a mission statement. We are very tied into, are we in alignment with that? Mm. And I'm not saying that I have 90 day sprint goals for my family, but <laughs> I do check in to see, are we on track for what we want to have, what we want to do and who we want to be? Right. I love that. Can you share what a sprint goal is? Because I love that you just brought that up. But I, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, I know what it is, but I think a lot of our listeners might not know what it is. And I think there's a lot of ways that it can be applied in business and in life. And I would love to hear you share a little bit about that. My pleasure. So let's apply it to even a New Year's resolution. Let's not yeah. even apply it to a business goal. But so often when we set New Year's resolutions, we set a goal for the year. So at the time of recording, it's towards the end of 2017. So soon we're all going to be setting 2018 resolutions. And what happens is that we're all done in, by February. <laughs> like, right, right. Nothing happens. Maybe. You know? Like we and might not even make it to February. It might be might like January 15th. We might not make it to February. <laughs> and so we tend to underestimate what we can do in this time period. And we really sometimes need just a smaller chunk. So what a sprint goal is, is instead of making a goal for the whole year, make a goal for the next 90 days. What are you going to be super focused on and move forward on in the next 90 days? Now your 90 day sprints can all build up to the bigger goal for the year. But instead of just thinking of it as one giant goal for the year, let's think of it in smaller chunks that are super focused, very actionable and that you can track. Right, right. Yes, what I love about a 90 day sprint is that it's a little bit like the concept of how do you eat an elephant? You eat it one bite at a time. Yes. When something is really big, it feels too overwhelming to stick with. But when you start looking at like, okay, I can just do this for a little while and then I can reconsider it. Like, do I keep going in this direction? Do I pivot? Do I, you know, shift the goal a little bit? Do I modify it in a certain way? So it gives us a chance to constantly check in and reframe, which I really love. And I would say even a 90 day sprint, you could turn into like, you know, a one month sprint or a one week sprint. So you can frame it in any way that makes sense for you. But the idea is that it's going to be something more manageable than 
like I'm just going to do this forever. Like I have to start working out every day for the rest of my life. Like that's way too big. (laughs) Have you talked to your listeners about Parkinson's law? Yes. Yes. All right. So go ahead and share that. We've talked about it a couple of times. Okay. I don't want to to repeat, Um, but the concept is that we use the time that's allotted for ourselves. So if you think about when you were in school, if you had a professor who said, okay, there's going to be a test at the end of the semester, you didn't start studying till the night or the week before the semester ended. If you have a professor who says we have a quiz every week, you study every week. And so the benefit, another benefit to the 90 day sprints is we're going to do the work more often instead of waiting until the last minute. And so I think check in, I set weekly goals, I set monthly goals, I set quarterly goals, and they all build up. And this is, again, what we talk about in the book is what are the three most important things you want to get done this year? Break that down. What are the three most important things you need to get done each quarter to have that happen? Then you break it down to the month, to the week, to the day. And I'm someone who easily gets overwhelmed. So by focusing on just three things, that's doable for me. And is it perfect? It's absolutely not. I hit it probably 70% of the time, but that 70% of the time is better than no percent. Right, right. Yes, totally. We recently had John Acuff on the show and he was talking about goals and talking about mindset around goals that prevent us from finishing them. And that's what he said. He's like, you know, some people will look at a goal and they'll look at like, well, if I'm only going to hit it 70%, I should just not do it at all. Like we think that 0% is better than 70%. And he said, you have to be looking and that you need to be looking looking at in the other direction that 70% is 70 times more than 0%. That's right. And that's actually way closer to 100 than to 0. So that's so much more powerful and strong. I totally agree. Talk about your philosophy around work-life balance a little bit. Well, I don't think there's ever a perfect moment of balance. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> It just doesn't exist. I do think that when we talk about that we feel out of balance, it's because we don't have time for self-care. That's what's left off, right? You feel like you don't have balance because you're doing all the things and you don't have time for self-care. So I kind of turn that upside down and try to get women to create their schedule with self-care in first. So what is the minimum effective dose of self-care that you need each day? For everyone, it's different. For you, it might be that you need to move your body 20 minutes a day. It might be that you need to meditate or pray or journal or take a walk. Figure out what are those minimum building blocks and you put that in first. And if you put that in first, you almost will never feel truly out of balance because you are taking care of yourself first and foremost. Right. The other way I look at it with balance is I look at counterbalance. There are going to be times where things are just kind of crazy. There'll be times with parenthood where maybe kids are sick or they're on vacation. You know, we have, what is it, Thanksgiving break starting next week where I know it's going to be super intensive with the kids and that means work will suffer. And instead of freaking out about it, I'm going to work on counterbalance on the other side. And so give myself the permission to take some time off next week and on the other side, make up for it. Right. Same thing with if I've worked a ton, like sometimes I have to travel for a book tour or something and my family is not getting what they need. Then when I get back, I try not to just go back to the regular schedule. I try to counterbalance on the other side with giving my husband a date, some one on one time with the kids, some recharge time for myself instead of just jumping back. So instead of just trying to jump back to the same routine, I try to counterbalance with what was being depleted. Mm, I love that. 
That makes so much sense. I've started to learn that when I travel, I need like the day after I am home, I don't book things. Yeah. So I, sometimes I, I come home later. Yeah. Sometimes I'll come home and I am like super on fire and want to get a bunch of stuff done the next day. But then other times I'm like, oh my gosh, like I need to do like one or two critical items and then be done and like call it a day and like go grocery shopping or do something like mindless and feeling like I'm serving my family just because like that's what feels good to me. Not because I feel obligated to do that, but just because that feels good to me, like to just be a little bit more like almost like more in a nesting space versus a production space. Yeah. So yeah, I think that that's super important to look at how you're going to refuel and refill and where you do that really conscientiously. And that's always going to be a win to have that day off because right. you can either take the time to chill out or if you really feel like you're getting stuff done, guess what? You're free. You can get whatever you want done. You can write a new blog article, podcast, whatever it might be. So at least you have choice. Right. And I think so often we think we don't have a choice. We think that it has to be a certain way. And I'd love to challenge all women to think about, does it really have to be, or is this something you created for yourself? Right, right. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Because like we've already said, a lot of times we do create things for ourselves and make them so much harder than they need to be. So yeah, I did an interview. I think it was an interview I was recording yesterday where people were talking about the simplification of making dinner, not people, but the person I was interviewing was like, yeah. and she was telling a story about someone who implemented sandwich night at their house. And they were like, it's sandwich night. Basically the kids do sandwich night. Like the kids put out a bunch of sandwich stuff on the counter and everyone makes sandwiches and the kids are in charge of it. And I love that example of like, you don't have to be the one in charge of everything. And sometimes when you put someone else in charge, it's like becomes this like fun adventure kind of a thing, which is so much better than every day being like, oh, it's four o'clock. What are we doing for dinner? This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters, and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listener can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. 
When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. Yes. So I remember when my kids were little, we don't do it anymore. I have to admit they have sports every night, but when they were really little, my mom started it and I kept it out and she called it little chef night where one night each kid got to pick what the menu was and they helped cook. And it helped me with two nights a week, at least that one, I didn't have to think about it because they always complained about whatever I made. So at <laughs> least they had some control over what was going to be for dinner and they helped me and they looked forward to it and they ate their dinner that night. And it was really, really, I would have never thought of it. So I just think that just because it's always been a certain way doesn't mean that's the way it always needs to be. Yes. And I love this idea of little chef night. I think my son would be super into that. I mean, I might be eating chicken nuggets and tater tots, but, <laughs> but he would be totally into it. I think I had picked a kid's cookbook, a really cool kid's cookbook, and I told him they got to pick something out of that. Oh, that's a good idea. So you can put some parameters around oh, there was, it. There were some guardrails there, Sarah. Right. There was guardrails. I love it. I love it. Okay. That's a great idea. So now everyone can have their one night that's little chef night and another night is sandwich night. Now we have two nights of dinner we don't have to make Here anymore. Don't have to think about so it anymore. So great. So I want to dive in a little bit into kind of the bigger picture with you and talk about how you have built and scaled a national company. Like you said, 2000 locations where you have people serving women and moms. And how have you done that while still being present for your kids? I'm imagining this is going to take us, this is going to be a continuation of the work-life balance that does not exist. Yeah, it, it certainly didn't always happen, which is why I wrote the book, <laughs> what, what my own learning lessons were. It happens organically when you build a business, right? And you don't all of a sudden go from idea to that it's a national franchise. It happens in steps. So it doesn't happen overnight. And I would just always be focused on continuous, never ending improvement. What do I need to add, change, bring on in each level? And so, yeah, we started in 2001 when my son was born, we started franchising, I think in 2003. And because it was so important to me to be a mom, at least most of the time, you know, I wanted to be the one picking my kids up from school and not needing a full-time nanny, but I definitely did get support as my kids grew up. I had more time for work, but until then, as the business grew, I kept getting more help. So rather than having more money in my pocket, I would take any profits from the company and reinvest it so that I didn't have to be the one doing everything. And it's taken a while, but what has happened is as I grew the company, I would really focus on what can only I do and know what there wasn't that much. 
Like there was a lot of stuff that happens every single day that could be done by someone else. And so I really focus on that. I'm the vision and voice and idea monkey for the company, but there's other people who can keep the books and do the email and all the stuff behind the scenes. And again, that didn't happen overnight either. I'm so blessed 16 years later to really just be in a place of loving what I do. But I would suggest you just continue on that path to think about focusing on what is your passion? What is your purpose in the business? Right. So was there an evolution professionally that happened alongside your evolution as a mom where you had like levels of awareness that kind of paralleled each other in both of those areas of your life? <laughs> yeah, there are multiple times where I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I realized that my background was in fitness and fitness management. Mm -hmm. And running a franchise is very, very different than that. Because right. whatever the business is, whether it's making burgers or selling a fitness service, you have to have a business that's very scalable and that people are going to be able to learn from whether online tutorials and trainings and franchising is a very, very big business that I needed to learn. Yeah. And we just live in such an incredible time to be a mom and to be an entrepreneur. We have access to the best coaches for everything. Mm -hmm. So not only did I join real live coaching groups, they're podcasts. You and I are obviously big fans. Like I listen to the top podcasts. I do online courses and I mean it in both parenting and in business. Yeah. Whenever I feel that I am low or struggling in something, I know that there's a resource out there. So then I go take a parenting course or I take a marriage course or, you know, social media course, wherever it is that I feel like I'm struggling. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. The answers are out there. That's so true. And I think that makes so much sense. I talk a lot about coaching. I started receiving business coaching after seven years in the fitness industry, and it was such a game changer. Mm -hmm. And it was, it almost like took the burden off of me because I was like, oh, like now someone can tell me what to do. I still have to do all the scary things, but someone is going to be like, these are the three things you're going to do. And then I just had to go do them and be totally scared and then come back and be like, okay, I'm done. What next? And the first year that I had business coaching was terrifying to me. Like I woke up every morning with a knot in my stomach, like I have to do more scary things today. But now yeah. I look for those scary opportunities where I'm like, yeah. I know I have to do the scary thing. I actually just told my business coach on Wednesday of this week, like, I'm going to pitch myself for these different speaking engagements in the next year. And as soon as I said it out loud, I was like, oh, shoot. Oh, I'm really going to have to do it. Now I have to actually do it. But she was like, yeah, you totally have to do that. You're actually completely qualified to do that. And I was kind of like, I don't know, maybe I'm not qualified. And she was like, oh, my gosh, you're 100% qualified. So, like, do it and let me know after you've sent the emails and make sure you make videos to go with it. And all this, like, she gave me this list and I was like, oh, my gosh. So I guess we're doing this now. But... Now that I've said it out loud and I've told her and she's expecting me to report back, like it's just going to happen. And before having coaching, there were things where I would sit and like run them through my head and allow myself to get wrapped up in self-doubt and then put them off to the future. Like, well, maybe after this thing happens, I'll be able to do that. Or maybe next year or next, you know, in three years or after I have a kid or whatever, I kept putting things off. And as soon as I had someone to say like, no, you're ready, let's go. It changed everything. It didn't make it easy, but it made it more simple and more direct. Yes, especially for a solopreneur, entrepreneur, it is so important to have some sort of coach, some sort of comedian. Maybe it's a mastermind group. It doesn't have to be you know, necessarily a coach. And I think that works for motherhood too. But right. we tend to ruminate. We tend to get stuck. 
self-doubt. Some of us suffer from a little imposter syndrome. So you need somebody else to kind of hold a mirror up to you, hold you accountable and just keep you on track. And so I have participated in all of it. I've participated in coaching masterminds, you name it. And I'm a huge, huge fan and definitely recommend that everybody find what's a good fit for them. Right, right. I've started doing coaching through the Shameless Mom Academy with some of my listeners. And sometimes it's very related to business where I'm coaching them and starting new businesses. And some of them are starting podcasts and some of them are starting their own fitness businesses, which is so, so fun to be a part of that journey with them. But sometimes it's just women and moms who are are like, I just need some accountability to like do something for myself every day. Yeah. And that's been really exciting to like, to be able to coach in that framework is really, really cool because I think that it's a little bit like asking for help in therapy where you're like, okay, like I'm ready. Just like hold my hand, show me the way. It's really cool. We don't do therapy because I'm not qualified to do therapy, (laughs) but we do talk a lot about like finding your power and taking things off of your plate so that you have more time for you and all those kinds of things. So I think I love, I'm really enjoying bringing coaching into, like you said, bringing it into motherhood. I think it's really powerful as well. That's awesome. Yeah. So great. So tell us in what ways you are a shameless mom. How am I a shameless mom? If you saw me right now, (laughs) we should tell everyone that your first question when we got on the call was, are we doing video today? (laughs) Yeah. My first question was, are we doing video today? If you saw me right now and I I could literally take a picture so you could snap it on social. (laughs) I've got, you know, I've already gone for a run and walked the dog and I've got the frizzy hair and no makeup on. And I'm a shameless mom. I just don't care a whole lot about that to the point where some of my team members go, okay, you need to care just a little bit more. I care a lot more about how I'm feeling on the inside. And so I'm often a shameless mom of just going out and being, just going out and being and doing and sharing, you know, so much of what we do, especially as podcasters or thought leaders or whatever you might want to call us. We talk about a lot of things that everybody else is talking about because success leaves clues, right? And you and I, I can already tell, and I've listened to your podcast, like sometimes that I'm like, oh my gosh, we are like bred from the same fabric. Like we believe in so many of the same things, (laughs) but then there's certain things that are really unique about each one of us. The things that make us quirky, the things that make us different, that sometimes we want to hide. And I guess I'm a shameless mom because I share it. (laughs) I share my unique quirkiness and I hope that it's going to help somebody else. So I guess, I don't know. That's how I'm going to answer that. Oh, I love it. No, I think that's, I think that's great. And I want to see more of that happening, especially in the day of picture perfect social media lives. (laughs) Yeah, I'm working really hard. And that's like a goal of mine for 2018 is just be far more real and, you know, show the not picture perfect part of our lives because it's just, we live in this really weird world right now, especially with Instagram. And it's like, it's not only like we're supposed to document everything, but it's supposed to look beautiful. Like, yeah, Yeah. no pressure, no pressure. Like, you know, these picture perfect women in their clothes against the cute brick wall and their picture perfect plate, which I have to say, I probably get blamed for the picture perfect plate because I do like plating my food, but I'm not really (laughs) good at taking picture of it. And I think that's great. I love looking at those pictures too, but let's just be real. We got to be more real. Right, right. Totally. Tell us where we can find you and the empowered mama. 
certainly you can find everything at fitformom.com. It's fit with the number four mom.com. You can find out about the book. You can find out about classes, franchising, and you can find out about me. Awesome. Excellent. I love it. Okay. So I will have that linked up over on the show notes. If people go over to shamelessmom.com and click on episode 190, that link will be there as well as other details from this interview. So before we hop over and do our shameless mommy minute, I just want to thank you so much for being here and sharing your decades of business and mothering experience with us. I really appreciate this conversation and I appreciate the value that you are putting out into the world. And it's very in line with so much of the things that I talk about on the show, especially along the lines of why we need to be having conversations bigger, broader, and better than fitness and muffin yes. tops and all that. So this was really, really fun for me. And I appreciate you being here today so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me on the show. Okay. So shameless mommy minute. Here we go for our lightning round. What is your favorite way to treat yourself? Spa. Current book that you're reading or the last one you read? Brendan Burchard's book about habits. Oh, he's so good. What is one morning ritual you can't live without? Meditation. Who is your biggest inspiration? My parents. If you could give all moms one superpower, what would it be and why? believing in themselves because I think we're raising the next generation of leaders. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It's a lot of pressure and a lot of responsibility, but I totally agree. That's amazing. Lisa, thank you so much for spending time with us today in the Shameless Mom Academy. And I appreciate your work and you being here. And I can't wait to see what you do next. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for spending time with Lisa and me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. Remember, all links mentioned, including access to her book, can be found over at shamelessmom.com. Click on episode 190. Also, remember to shoot me an email at info at shamelessmom.com if you were interested in joining me for the upcoming Shameless Mom Momentum Mastermind. That will be starting in the new year. I'll be getting information out in early January. So definitely shoot me over your name, email address so that I can get in touch with you as soon as I'm ready to open registration. If you have things you want to be working on in the new year, things that you might need some inspiration for, some motivation, some accountability, maybe just some feedback and connection and camaraderie, that is what this group is all about. So you can come in with big, huge goals that you want to attack over the course of a year. And you might just come in with a small little goal that you want to chip away at tiny baby steps one day at a time over the next few weeks. That's fine too. There's a huge range of what we do in the momentum mastermind. And I can tell you that no goal is too big. No goal is too small. And also I can tell you that what we accomplish in a short amount of time can be extremely transformational, extremely life changing and extremely life giving. So I would really love to work with you if you have anything that you want to connect on, work on, and then could use some support around in the new year. So make sure you shoot me an email at info at shamelessmom.com. You will get on the interest list for the program and I will make sure you get the information as soon as I open registration. Thank you for spending time in the Shameless Mom Academy today. If this is your first time, know that we do release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you have immediate access to all new episodes and you never miss an episode. And you can do that by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash review, which will take you into Apple Podcasts, where you can click on the subscribe button so you get all new episodes right away. You can also write a review while you're there. So if you love the show, please do leave me a review. You do that by clicking on how many stars you want to write the show worth 
forth. And then you can also click on the write a review button to leave a few sentences to let me know what the show meant to you today. Means the world to me to get your feedback. So I so appreciate you popping over there just to spend a minute to leave a little bit of a recommendation and review for other listeners to read so that they know what they're getting into when they commit to listening to the show. Because this is what people use reviews for, right? We use reviews to go check something out and be like, hmm, is this going to be for me? So when you guys leave your reviews, that's how other mamas know that this might be for them. So thank you for doing that. And again, you can do that at shamelessmom.com forward slash review. I can't wait to be back here with you next week for another great episode on Christmas Day. Yes, there will be an episode on Christmas Day, a brand new episode, because I've never missed an episode and it's certainly not going to happen now. So I will see you back here on Monday on Christmas Day for a next episode. And between now and then, no matter what you do, make sure you do it shamelessly. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not gonna tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.